0: This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate.
1: Hello, Jason Tate here, so happy that you could join us. I'm here joined in the studio today with my friend and producer, Alexandra.
2: Hi, Jason.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Alexandra. So, like it said in the introduction, I'm a functional medicine certified health coach, and uh, I also do other things. I'm a full-time school teacher. I teach uh, biology at a high school locally in the desert, actually, Indio High School, I'm gonna call them out. So, to my students that are listening to the show, thank you so much for being here today and for listening to me. Uh, I know you probably get enough of me during the week, or maybe you don't. Maybe that's I why you're here. That. I, <laughs> doubt that. I doubt that. We have fun. I can and listen to you all day, every day. <laughs> thank you. I love hearing that actually, <laughs> because you know we. I, I love, and I'm here to talk about the things that that, that means something to all of us, you know, right? To talk about our health and our wellness, to talk about movement, to talk about nutrition, to talk about mindfulness, these things that we all aspire to. And it crosses all boundaries. It crosses all borders. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. Uh, you really need to pay attention to who you are, what you're doing, uh, your purpose, what you're eating, whether or not you're moving, all of these things. And the great thing about this show and what I teach in my room is Kind of understanding and, and have and blending all of these things together for yourself so that you can like I said, so you can live your best life
2: yes and i'm i'm learning right along with with you <laughs> I, I i i'm sitting here i'm producing the show but i'm learning so much i'm learning so much it's amazing
1: thank you alexandra <laughs> so let's go to class I, was, I have a great show lined up for everyone today um, and I'm so excited to share all of this with you, and we're going to get started. I'm going to talk first about. So this is my second show, and I want to tell a story about what it felt like to do that first show. And Alexandra, <laughs> um, she's going to she's going to totally get this story. She's going to understand. So both Alexandra and I, we love cars and we love to drive. Yeah, and. When appropriate, we love to drive fast. So speaking of about when appropriate, I have a pretty fast car and I took it out to the racetrack. It's hot. <laughs> Thanks. And so I, I've i been driving fast and in control and I take care of myself and I, and I take care of my car so that I can you know, push it to its limits. And so that being said, I went to the racetrack and this was a couple of years ago now. And a friend of mine invited me out there and he said, you know what, you have this great car, let's go to the racetrack, it's controlled, you know, you wear a helmet, the whole thing. And I figured, you know, wow, this is this is something I wanted to do my whole life. This is a hobby of mine. At one point I had aspirations of being a race car driver or a stunt car driver, and I thought, this is me, right? This is, I'm gonna be really good at this. Mm-hmm. And so I go to this racetrack and and i ride around the track with a friend who had this corvette and it had racing slicks on it and he he said his personal record in 10 years he'd never driven the track this fast i didn't know that i could get green i got green <laughs> 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 um, and i was about to say and he's not talking about the light pit. to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't mean new i mean like i was going to throw up um And so I was going to say, we need to pit, we need to pit. But he was done. Thank goodness. I didn't have to say that. So um, anyway, (laughs) when it was my turn to go, I lined up in the lineup to go onto the track. And this is what it felt like to do the first show. It felt like you're in a plane, you're at 30,000 feet, and I haven't parachuted before. Have have. you? Have you, Alexander? Oh,
2: yeah. Hand gliding, parachuting. Oh, Oh, yeah.
1: She's got that gene, yeah she's yeah. got it <laughs> i either I have half the gene or i don't I don't have the full gene. I know that much. <laughs> my brother parachuting he went ferret it on his eighteenth birthday, you know that was yeah. like he's got it. I have part of it so <laughs> so I lined up, and there were cars behind me, so there was no not doing it. Mm-hmm. you just do it, kind of like the show, and so. I'm I'm lined up and you get the green light and you go and you get out there and it was it was insane. I've driven fast my whole life, but to be on a track with Porsches and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and other race cars and it was unreal to be going 100 miles per hour around this track taking turns, straights, hard turns, you know, S curves, everything. It was I felt like I held my breath mm-hmm. for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It was unreal. It was wild. And I was catatonic after it. Um, I, I raced the track several times that day and then I drove home and I was so overstimulated. Mm-hmm. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't do anything. I just kind of sat there
0: the catatonic and was just,
1: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that's what the it drama, was. Right. Yeah, my my yeah. body was just full of this mm-hmm. adrenaline. And so very similar experience
2: Awesome.
1: last week doing okay. the show. It was a ton of fun.
2: It's it's a controlled excitement. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I've I've raised that track. I know 20, you're talking about. Chuck the Walla. Yeah. And I, uh, when you go to purchase certain cars, they allow you to go there. Right. And I went there, and it's 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 a controlled chaos. It is. It's and it's amazing. And, controlled and doing, chaos. This show, doing this show. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that you're feeling that adrenaline. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh,
1: So I want to mention, if you have questions uh, about our topics and what we're talking about, please join us. Join the conversation. Uh, You can call in 760-544-TALK-8255. You can join us on Facebook, facebook facebook.com, iHubradio, forward slash iHubradio. And we also have Instagram, at ihubradio. Our website is ihubradio.com. Hopefully you're there, you're listening to us right now. And I just wanted to give a big shout out and thanks to iHub Radio for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So Tate Talks is an extension of the classroom. It's an opportunity to talk about movement, nutrition, and mindfulness. And in the, in the vein of mindfulness, what I do in my classroom every day, every class every day, is I do a thought of the day, and I share a quote or something of my own thoughts with my students, and it's kind of their bell work. When they come in, they read it, they think about it, and they reflect on it. And in the beginning of the school year, I graded it, and I graded it for a few weeks, but I don't grade it anymore. The kids, they look forward to it. They come in, in fact, they love them so much. I have parents coming up to me during parent night saying thank you for doing those thoughts of the day. Um, I get them on my phone now, (laughs) and I look at them, and so I wanted to bring that as an extension into Tate Talks. Mm-hmm. And so we have a thought to digest here. I, I'd like Tate to hear Talks. it. I ha- I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm know. i keeping Alexander on the hook I want the, you to know that here. I
2: don't know this yet. So <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing it for the first time too.
1: And you're going to love this one.
2: Okay, I'm ready. I'm How ready. many
1: times have you started a, your career over?
2: Uh, four times. Four times. Four times. Four amazing, amazing careers. Four of them. Love it. I kicked butt on all four. (laughs) I know you did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So today's A Thought to Digest is sometimes your only available form of transportation is a leap of faith by Margaret Shepard.
2: I love it. Do you love that? I love that. I love Leap of faith. I love them. Love them. Oh, my
1: God. I knew that would resonate with you. That's a good one. I knew that would. Okay. (laughs) She's blushing. (laughs) I love that. The show is a leap of faith for me, uh, and I'm so excited that you're here, that you're sharing it with me. Thank you so much. Um, And I just want to kind of connect with that and talk about, you know, this leap of faith and... Another quote that links to it that I really like, and I don't know who said it, but a winner is a loser who just tried one more time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just kind of think about that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's this fear, right? Fear just dominates so many different parts of our lives. It dominates what we, everything. And so fear is either face everything or uh, forget everything and run, Mm -hmm. right? Mm F-E-A-R, forget everything and run, or face everything and rise. Mm -hmm. And rise to that challenge. Yeah. Uh, and so this is the year of what for you, Alexandra?
2: The year of yes. <laughs> but I've never been very fearful. My mother, right. I, I give right. credit to my mom. I really do. She said, uh, you know, fear nothing.
1: You know, nothing. and uh, same, right? Yeah. I, uh, I have to give credit to my mom for that as well. Yeah. You know, she and just, we're she lucky was a champion.
2: Strong women are all. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she did a lot yeah. of things that people said she either couldn't do or you know it didn't it never stopped her Mm -hmm. Um, and so and whoever it is in your life that you can look up to that you can aspire to I was listening to I love listening to motivational speakers and so they talk about people aspiring to be other people
0: Mm.
1: and I would caution you against that right don't aspire to be Michael Jordan aspire to be yourself but if, it, if there's something about Michael Jordan, right, that you loved, like his work ethic, mm-hmm. aspire to have that work ethic, not to be that person. The greatest thing is that people in history that have done the most amazing, amazing things, they were never versions of someone else. They were themselves.
2: The best version of themselves. Right. Yeah.
1: So whatever characteristics there are in another person that you aspire, that you admire, that you like, have those, aim for those, rather than to be that person, which is yeah. really important to kind of Apply think Apply those
2: to yourself, yes.
1: So definitely a lot going on um, the show. I have so many things to share with you. I have a high-protein and low-carb green smoothie recipe that I'm talking
2: about today. Mm, yummy. <laughs> I'm bringing in a blender next week, just <laughs> so you know, because I'm done just hearing about it. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I'm going to be talking about some health documentaries that are really important for us to you know look at Um, I have I've seen many over the years and so there are some that are great there are some that eh, you can kind of pass on Hmm. so definitely be talking about some health documentaries and you know in the vein of um, inspiring quotes it really is something that you know we, we get so caught up right in the mundane and the monotony of our lives right the the patterns Mm -hmm. so it's really important to break that pattern sometimes or add a new one habits are just you know they can be good they can be bad so during the show we'll be talking about how to establish habits and how to recognize habits that are good that are benefiting you and how to recognize the ones that are causing some harm in your life and learning how to kind of manage those
2: how to recognize them right a lot of us don't because it's such a habit right and
1: right we habit.
2: Think we think that it's a good thing you just do it yeah yeah eating habits oh god we're gonna go there <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah we're going there oh, we're going eating there. habits
1: right <laughs> exercise habits yes none or some or whatever you have mm-hmm. um, sleep patterns sleep, sleep, sleep patterns.
2: habits that's a big one
1: um, a relationships big one. and the habits that are formed in relationships and what you do um, this show I'm also gonna be talking about our phones in having a healthy relationship with your phone because it is a relationship
2: hmm. That's it, interesting. it really is
1: it is a relationship it is Good, you're dating your phone or you're not no hate relationship <laughs> right yeah a love-hate relationship. Love hate relationship some people love it a little too much <laughs> so a lot happening you don't want to miss this uh i have <laughs> we're gonna have some fun today yes we will looking forward to it thank you
0: and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate.
1: Jason Tate here with Alexandra in the studio. So we were just talking about how healthy it is to kind of look at people that inspire you, and Alexandra and I were talking about how it's important not to want to be that person Mm -hmm. right in Mm -hmm. this day and age where we have people are everywhere right and they're in your face they're social media they're on YouTube they're on TV they're on movies music everything and and so it's overwhelming yeah
2: they're they're really you know and 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 they claim to know best to do it best right they are the best right more so than ever
1: well and and I work with kids Mm -hmm. and they're impressionable yeah and they want to be somebody
2: I know adults that are <laughs> <laughs> So let's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and what was the? Ad? You know, I,
1: I bring up Michael Jordan because mm-hmm. as growing up as a kid, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was a hero of mine. He still is a hero of mine. You're right? very
2: sports driven, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and there was what was the ad? Right? What was the ad campaign ar- around
2: Mike? Be like Mike. Be like Mike. Which I was working at Coca-Cola at that time, (laughs) (laughs) and I met him. And guess how I went up to like his waist. He's so tall. Oh my God! Met him and Refrigerator Perry. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I remember the fridge. Yeah, I remember the fridge. They, those two, they were doing ads for Coca-Cola at time.
1: You got to shake Michael's hand.
2: I did. I did, and Refrigerator Perry picked me up. Not not like on a date, but he literally physically <laughs> picked me up. He was, I'm okay. Truth, I'm five foot one on a good hair day, but <laughs> <laughs> the fridge could pick me up, oh, huge,
1: and I'm six three, two hundred pounds. He could pick me up. Huge, huge
2: man. <laughs> very sweet, very sweet. Yeah. Very. They were both very kind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I digress.
1: So, <laughs> be like Mike, right? Um, not be Mike. Right. And I think that was important. The word like is so. It's such an important thing. So, mm-hmm. again, who is your hero? Think about, and maybe even make a list, mm-hmm. what are the things that you love about that person, your hero, mm-hmm. whoever it is. could be your mom, Our it heroes. could be a, you know. And so, add that to the list of things that you then, and you know, are inspired that you put into your work ethic, you put into your life. What is it about this person that you love, that you are inspired by, and add that to your, list of all right, this is what i'm going to do
2: mm-hmm. how, how do they contribute to your success
1: right so so i want to talk about health documentaries i just watched a new one and it's on netflix mm-hmm. it's called the game changers okay. and being um a, nut, a health nut and being somebody who teaches health and, and nutrition and mindfulness and movement and all these things i love to kind of you know get new information and fodder if you will but <laughs> I also like to show bits and pieces of health documentaries to my students. And I kind of, I've seen so many now that I don't like to watch them all the time because to me, sometimes it just feels like, a same mm-hmm. message. Here we go. Same message. I got it. Okay. This one, I got to tell you, Alexander, you haven't seen it yet, I right? have not. No, okay. no, but I will. It's new. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. What two things really caught my eye as far as why I wanted to watch it. What got me in the door.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: One, James Cameron.
2: Who doesn't love James? <laughs> I mean, Come on. Who doesn't right? love James? <laughs> James Cameron.
1: Terminator. Yeah. Right even yeah. goes back, do you know one of the first movies he did was um The Abyss. Mm-hmm. Remember I the I Abyss? had it
2: on laserdisc.
1: <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. And he and he brought he he's known for inventing technology mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. Right. Here's yeah. a man and, and he's a hero of mine. Yeah. But I don't want to be James Cameron. I love that he doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. And one of my favorite movies of all time is Avatar, because he can invent technology to make to tell the story. Mm-hmm. So he's producing this with some other producers. Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it, and The Game Changers is a health oh, documentary. On. What did you call him earlier? Arnie. <laughs> Arnie? <laughs> only she California. She said only the California. Only California. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> 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 Okay. I, I, all right. (laughs) I I have to admit Mm -hmm. when I was in college, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: every Sunday, almost every Sunday, I would hang out with my buddy, Andrew, who lived in the dorm with me. And we would on Sundays watch Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Mm -hmm. And we would grill steaks and eat steak and rice and potatoes and watch Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. We had like a marathon, two or three movies on Sundays. And this was in college. (laughs) So, Funny story, right? Mm-hmm. So now in this documentary, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I guess now is vegetarian.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. And he talks about it in the film. This film, it really, oh my gosh, it was so good the information I have to watch it a a few more times the information was rich Mm -hmm. it was well produced the cinematics were amazing and of course now you're seeing all these films now in in high definition or ultra high definition it was so crisp and so well done but it really played on the whole masculinity Mm -hmm. of this whole genre of eat meat to get muscles eat Mm -hmm. meat to be a good athlete eat meat to all do all these things and they show uh, UFC fighters that are plant-based, they mm-hmm. show Olympic athletes that are plant-based winning gold medals. There's a guy in there who is probably one of the greatest runners of all time. He broke the world record for running the Appalachian Trail, wow. right? which is 2,200 miles.
2: What? Yes. What?
1: The entire Appalachian <laughs> Trail, <laughs> 2,200 miles, you broke the world record okay. on a plant-based diet. That's we're going to talk a little more about this and some other documentaries. Stay well, with us. I love us. that. <laughs> we'll I love come that. back.
2: Because, <laughs> you know, I don't eat meat. So yeah. There's difficult <laughs> <hope> for me. <laughs>
1: so I, I want to talk about this, some other health documentaries, and we're going to talk about character strengths, smoothie recipes. There are so many great things we're going to talk about. Stay with us.
2: Looking forward to it.
0: it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here
1: with Alexandra in the studio. We're talking about health documentaries and which ones I would recommend uh, that you watch and why. And we're talking about a new one I just saw that's out on Netflix right now called The Game Changers. And I talked about who produces it, who's in it. And I just want to share with you something that's special about this one. I've seen so many different health documentaries. This is the first one that really appeals to the athletes, that appeals to this masculinity of eating meat and how you have to eat meat to grow muscle and all this stuff. And there are some pretty powerful messages in this film, in this health documentary, and some gigantic muscle guys
2: (laughs) I think women can benefit from right. it also. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, think there's a lot of, especially now, you get into the high school athlete of mm-hmm. young girls mm-hmm. who, you know, they think that they have to emulate what right. their idea of a man athlete does right. to be successful.
1: Right. And, and it's great, too. That's another thing the film does. It's not just geared for men. It's definitely geared for the athlete, mm-hmm. the athletic realm, okay. right, athletes. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of the other health documentaries, they just kind of scratched the surface a little bit hmm. on, you know, h- how it can benefit athletes. This one, it feels like the entire film is showing how a plant-based diet can benefit athletes. I need to check this out.
2: <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they,
1: they highlighted a story of a, um, a gold medal cyclist, hmm. a female, um, female runner, track star uh, from Australia. She's so awesome. I love that accent. true don't you love it? It's one of my
2: favorites. <laughs> you know, English not being my first language, I, I struggle with accents when it comes to... I, I, I really want all accents except English-based. Okay. Like, like, it's... I don't even know how to explain. <laughs> There's one part
1: of the film where... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that part. There's <laughs> one part of the film that actually they show, they take um, three, what was it? Three um, NFL football players. Mm. And they do kind of a, they draw their blood after they eat a meat burrito, two okay. hours after. Mm-hmm. And then after the uh, plant-based burrito with mm. beans and avocado and, and all that. And so they spun the blood to show the, the plasma. So they spin it down. The The blood cells go down to the bottom. The plasma is up at the top. And when the plasma is more clear, mm-hmm. then your blood flows more regularly. It talks about the endothelial layer, which is the lining of your vascular system. But it talks about this ability for your blood to flow and not having too much fat in your blood. Mm-hmm. And, and so they they compared with these NFL pro athletes their blood before and after the these meals. And it showed the blood from the vegetarian burrito or the vegan burritos it was clear at the top Mm -hmm. I mean slight yellow tinge to it but when they were eating chicken and beef and pork it was thick you couldn't even see through it
2: and the benefit is oxygen obviously right yeah you know and they taught and they show
1: in the film with cinematics and everything how it affects the muscles Mm. and these athletes were just like blown away whoa
2: All right. You, you you got me on the hook. You got me on the hook. Okay.
1: So, <laughs> IHub Radio, you can call us, join the conversation, seven six zero five four four talk, which is eight two five five. Go to ihubradio.com and go to the shows and go under Tate Talks. There is where I'm gonna post things like the recipes, the upcoming shows, and what who's gonna be on the show as far as guests. I'm gonna put a list of health documentaries that I definitely recommend and Mm -hmm. some books to read all of these things can be available surveys to take yeah Mm -hmm. so uh there are so many other health documentaries but i'm going to talk right now about fish
2: okay (laughs) i'm I'm pescatarian so (laughs) i'm all ears
1: we had a conversation (laughs) we did about fish recently
2: jason changed my way of eating so i I was under i was misguided
1: we were talking Uh, about sushi right yeah and you said what about tuna Mm mm-hmm so, when it comes to fish, I, I grew up not really liking fish that much, but, and I love steak. So, any fish that tasted like steak to me, I was good with it. So, mm. swordfish and shark, salmon, I wouldn't say tastes like steak, but it has a meaty taste that to texture. it. It doesn't have a very fishy, fishy taste to it. And so, you know, I just was under the impression that all fish were healthy. It's a lean meat and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. and it's good fats. Well, this was before I had the training and became a biologist and degrees in biology and so on and so forth, there is a process called biomagnification. And when you talk about that, you know, you've gotta think, go back to your high school training in biology and food webs and food chains, right? Mm -hmm. So it turns out that our our oceans are polluted, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone can dispute that. Our oceans are polluted. And we dump trillions of gallons of pollutants into the ocean every day, mm-hmm. trillions and trillions of gallons worldwide. Uh, the U.S. is one of the major contributors to this. And it's unfortunate, and it's sad, and it's terrible, and it's awful. What does that do to our food supply, right? So mm-hmm. these toxins are in the water. They don't just dissipate and go away. They are a, a physical particle. Many of them didn't exist on Earth until we created them in chem labs. Right. So they're in the water right? In small micro particles, we can test the water and look at the water and test it. And the particle size and the particle amounts are barely measurable. Okay. So not that the water is drinkable necessarily because it's salt water, but it's barely measurable. It turns out in the oceans of the world, are the largest food webs, because this is where life began in the water, the largest food webs and largest food chains. So I wanna talk about tuna, and I'll get to tuna in just a minute. This process of biomagnification is this concentration of these toxins. So they're tiny, tiny, immeasurable amounts. And then we have these phytoplankton, very, very tiny microscopic plankton that absorb and use this water. So they have tiny amounts. And there are zooplankton that eat the phytoplankton. Again, we're looking at tiny, tiny living things, little animals, right? Mm -hmm. They eat it and they eat throughout their life, they eat them. And there are animals that eat the zooplankton and the phytoplankton. And then you just go up, small fish is eaten by a bigger fish, is eaten by a bigger fish, is eaten by a bigger fish and bigger fish. And sometimes you get to a fish like a tuna, Mm -hmm. who they're, they're basically the lions of the oceans. They're hmm. pack hunters. They are super fast. They're amazing, amazing, beautiful fish. Mm-hmm. And they eat fairly large fish. And a big tuna could easily weigh 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you grow a 600-pound tuna? Right? Eating a lot of fish. Eating a lot of fish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a trick question. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so they all of the fish that they eat have already have fairly high toxic levels of, as you go all the way down the food chain, mm. but everything that they eat, they have to assimilate, digest and absorb and break down, and it becomes part of their tissue, part of their body. Mm. And it turns out that tuna, like many of the large fish, tuna, swordfish, shark, dolphin, you know, anything that eats large amounts of fish, the toxic levels of heavy metals, the toxic levels of various other chemicals that we mm-hmm. dump into the water, they are, Exceedingly high amounts, and it—it's sad. It's unfortunate. It is just not safe mm. to eat these high-level fish.
2: Even the non-GMO, right? Yeah, right, yeah.
1: Wild <laughs> caught, you well, know. Yeah. They're most tuna. I mean, it yeah. all we yeah. don't farm-raised tuna. Right. Um, yeah. But it's wild caught, and it's—it's it's sad, I and mean, it's our fault. Yeah. That's the thing, right? It's our fault. We did that.
2: It's like it's a go-to. It's a go-to s- substance yep. for people like myself that yep. don't eat. And we overfish. We
1: overfish the oceans. We overfish tuna. Now it's hard to even get those 600-pound tuna.
2: Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Being Portuguese, (laughs) we have a joke. Okay. There are 365 ways of cooking cod.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where, where does cod fit in this?
2: Where does cod fit in <laughs> this as all, <well>? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't know where cod fits. Yeah. I know that it's a fairly my friend fish. Joe Sugar, who was here last week at mm-hmm. the show, I respect him. He does his research. Mm-hmm. And I've heard this many, many times from health experts. Smash. S-M-A-S-H. Mm-hmm. Smash. These are the healthiest fish to eat with the lowest amount of toxins. Okay. And thank goodness, the first S stands for salmon. <laughs> because <laughs> I like salmon. <laughs> um, and I don't love fish, but I do like salmon. Okay. So salmon, mm-hmm. M is for mackerel, mm-hmm. which I can't say I've ever had mackerel. I have. Um, A is for anchovies. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> S, the other S is for sardines. Love them. Again, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the H is for herring. Not a okay. fan. And, and again, <laughs> I don't. Uh, mackerel is kind of a medium-sized fish. Salmon is the biggest of the group. Um, all these other are small fish. And when you think about it, their size has a lot to do with the amount of toxins that they can build up in their bodies. Mm. You know, a sardine didn't get to its size because it's it's eaten thousands of other fish, mm-hmm. right? So they're very low on the food chain. So super important to think that as well. And people had asked me about crustaceans and shrimp and lobster and all that. I just want you to do your research and consider the source. Mm -hmm. What is it that those animals are eating? Um, you you are what you eat. Yeah. Opportunity (laughs) feeders, they're bottom feeders. They're crustaceans. They're like cockroaches in the water, in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Um, they might be good. You might be able to drown them in butter and they taste (laughs) delicious. So good. (laughs) Right. But again, you know, treat it, treat it as a treat, treat Mm -hmm. it as something that you, but not something that you eat for health reasons. So if you're going to eat fish, smash. smash. Salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, and herring.
2: Okay. <laughs> and and I have, I, uh, believe it or not, I, I have changed my eating habit. I have. And, and and it's taken some adjustment because, as I said, you know, as a someone who doesn't eat meat and I need protein, Right. my go-to was tuna. It's plain and simple, but now I've changed. And well. I'm back to my roots to going to, you know... Cod, but we'll see whether w- I, I need to do research and find out where it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you said something really important there. Someone who doesn't eat meat and you need your protein. Mm-hmm. The Game Changers addresses that. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know, people that watch this, they're finally going to, we, we can finally hopefully break that whole stigma of eating meat to get protein. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all animals get their protein at one point or another either directly or indirectly from plants and it turns out you know and talks in the film about protein and what proteins are made of um, and i it's not what i have going on for this show but Mm. i can definitely what i'll share (laughs) next show yeah Yeah. next show uh, we can talk about uh, proteins and essential amino acids you know and and what the building blocks of (laughs) proteins and where you can find these essential amino acids is definitely coming up on a future show so i want to talk speaking of protein i want to talk right now about my smoothie recipe so in my feature here's to your health Mm -hmm. i have a smoothie recipe for you this is one that i make every week and i use a vitamix blender you can use vitamix you can use blend tech if you use uh, a smaller blender what's what's the name of that blender where you just have the bullet the bullet the neutral bullet so if you, you just kind of have to modify the amounts that you use depending on your blender. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, these are expensive blenders. If you don't have an expensive blender and you just have a basic blender, just keep in mind you may have to chop and cut things down smaller. Or just understand that when you make the smoothie that it's going to maybe not be totally smooth
2: Oh, you tease. You're going to make us wait. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: this amazing high-protein, low-carbohydrate green smoothie.
2: Veggie. Veggie. All veggies. All veggies. Yeah. yeah. So high-protein. High-protein. Yeah. All right. I'm listening. No okay. meat in the smoothie. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio.
1: You're here with Jason Tate and my producer, Alexandra. We
0: are talking
1: about green smoothies. We're talking about getting protein from plant sources and amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein. So I want to share a recipe with you, and this is here's to your health, and so one thing that I love to incorporate and bring into my life is, and, and sometimes the first meal of your day is really the most important meal of your day. And in last week's show, we talked about intermittent fasting and mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Joe talked about how he doesn't eat breakfast, he has brunch.
2: Right, and, and you brought up a good point, which again, you're, you're changing, you're blowing my, my world apart <laughs> here, um, is that the first meal of the day, we are, for myself, I go, oh, it's breakfast. But in reality, right. what you said, it's like, no, the first meal is the first thing you eat, whether it's at breakfast time or lunch, that's right. your first meal. Right. And I'm like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you, you know, this whole concept of three meals a day, right? Mm-hmm. Where did that even come from? Why isn't it five or six or one? Mm-hmm. You know, what what is that? Right. And so when you think about human evolution and where we came from and all the, three million years that hominids have been around and the 200 years that our species homo sapiens uh you know homo rector homo ergastis neanderthalensis all the all the, all of our cousins right so uh you look at
2: depends if you like them or not as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right your cousins <laughs> so yeah, we're kind of digressing a little. So I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna get to <laughs> this smoothie recipe because I know you want it. <laughs> I do,
2: I do. I'm not, I really do. And and you you're you're very naughty. You don't give me this information ahead of time.
1: So so high protein plant based smoothie green. Uh, the important thing is here. When I started doing smoothies, which oh gosh, how many years ago now? 10, 12, 15 years ago now, I started mm-hmm. doing these smoothies. And if you're just getting into smoothies. Most people think that getting a smoothie at Jamba Juice or getting a smoothie at McDonald's or whatever, like the word smoothie has a health connotation to it. And it's just simply not true. That's the marketing Yeah, it's a marketing, it, yeah. you know, and they're preying on this idea. When I say smoothie, we automatically go to this place in our head, oh, it must be healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and in most cases, it's not. It's just packed with fruits and it's high sugar crazy high sugar look at the amount of sugar Mm -hmm. in a jamba juice smoothie i
2: don't want to it's it's ridiculous i'm sure it's it's crazy
1: so one thing and i and i can even talk about jamba juice they're really cool actually they will custom make Mm -hmm. smoothies for you based upon whatever fruits and vegetables they have there Hmm. so i don't want to i don't want to you know,
2: it's up to the consumer. Bash anybody, you know. right?
1: You know, And so anywhere you can go, and I'll bring it up in future shows, how to go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. even a fast food restaurant, and customize your order and make it healthier than anything they have on the menu.
2: Hmm. But if you don't give me that green recipe, I'm going to tackle <laughs> you for it. You're holding it in your hand. I'm going to tackle you. Give me that recipe.
1: Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to use protein powders. And the one that, I, that I've been using for a while now I really like is called Garden of Life. And what I like about them is they have a tremendous amount of of protein. It's all plant-based protein, but they also have probiotics. And I'll talk about that in future shows. Probiotics Probiotics in powder form. Probiotics are healthy bacteria, beneficial bacteria to heal your gut. And I'll be talking a little bit about that later in the show. So Garden of Life, I do the protein powder, but I do the unsweetened protein powder because they have sweetened ones. They have chocolate, they have vanilla and strawberry, who knows, whatever do the unsweetened one, honestly. You don't need that extra sugar. Anywhere you can cut sugar and not even feel it, please do that, okay? And then the meal replacer. And I think that's the one that's lightly sweet, but I choose both of them with no stevia. Yes, and I'll talk about. Stevia messes me up too. And I taste it and it just. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a technical term? (laughs) (laughs) Technical term, yes. (laughs) So, literally, a scoop of each of those into your blender. And if you're doing a big batch, 42 grams of protein.
2: Wow. Wow. Are you kidding?
1: Just from that.
2: Wow. Okay. Okay. So,
1: in addition to that, I do an additional probiotic powder. A small scoop to get some more probiotics in there. I use flax meal. And again, you've got to adjust depending on the size of your blender. Uh, flax meal is ground up flax seeds. Mm-hmm. If you put flax seeds in your blender and you have a really high powered blender, like a Blendtec or a um, not the Nutribullet or the uh, Vitamix, mm-hmm. it will ground up the flax seeds into powder for you. But use flax meal. Chia seeds, Okay, another high protein. Love cheese. Okay, another great fiber, soluble Mm -hmm. fiber, Mm -hmm. gelatinous fiber. I use hemp seeds. Mm. Now we're really pushing the boundary of protein, plant proteins. We've got a lot of protein in this first group. Chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax meal, which has healthy fats, omega-3s. And then the greens. I do spinach, kale, rainbow chard. Trying to get different colors Mm. in your smoothie as well, even of the greens. The kale, I like red kale or green kale, or lacinato kale, whichever ones look best at the store, like firm and healthy, those are the ones. Parsley, mint, cilantro, those are the greens and the mints and the herbs, right? Parsley, mint, cilantro, which are really easy to grow in pots in your kitchen or outside your house. I have parsley, mint, and cilantro growing at home. You can grow some really yummy mint. And it grows crazy really easily. (laughs) (laughs) Then you add red beet. Depending on the size of the beet, you can do half a beet or a whole beet. And there's a little bit of sweetness to the red beet. And it turns your smoothie into a really pretty kind of a pink color as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, Be careful not to get beet on your clothes because it can stain your clothes. (laughs) I do a carrot or two, again, for the vitamins and the minerals. And I'll talk a little bit later in the show about vitamins. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about raw foods. This is all raw. This is all plant-based. One apple, medium or small. Mm. One apple.
2: Any particular kind? That's the
1: only fruit. Um, Honestly, my favorite type of apple Mm. is a Pink Lady apple. Have Mm. you ever had Pink Lady apples? I
2: have. I like Gala apples too.
1: You like Galas? Whatever your apple is, you have to watch. There's a documentary. that a health. It's not a health documentary, but it's a documentary that Michael Pollan put out, and it's Mm. about one of his books, and it's called The Botany of Desire. Mm and they do a feature on apples and how many different species of apples are in the world. It's so cool. Huh. It's really cool. Botany of desire, Michael huh. pollen really amazing. And then if you need a little, if you need more fruit than the one apple, mm-hmm. I suggest blueberries.
2: Mm. Okay, Love.
1: blueberries are super antioxidant rich, high power. Little bit of sweetness. The berries, as Dr. Joe mentioned, they're not super high glycemic. They're not mm. gonna raise your blood sugar that much. Bananas, too sweet. Too much sugar. <sighs> yeah, killing. Changes me. the whole smoothie, You're makes it too me. sweet, okay? Now, if you need a gateway, if you need a little bit of sweetness, mm. throw half of a frozen banana in there mm. until you can kind of wean yourself off of the banana. And then okay. you fill up your blender with water all the way to the top of where you have your food, mm-hmm. the food mass. Mm-hmm. Blend it for as long as you need to make it nice and smooth, and you can store it. It'll last for the whole week. Really? Right? Yeah. You can oh. store it in the fridge. I mean, it's best to eat it fresh right. that day. Drink it fresh. Make it for your whole family. Mm. So that's and that should the be your fir-
2: first in the morning or first, first meal? <laughs>
1: well, yeah. that You know, if you are only eating two meals a day, mm. make this one your first.